Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping the Clásico Nacional draw at the Estadio Azteca. We're going to be looking ahead into the future, into tomorrow's matchup away at Hidalgo, as America will be facing off against Pachuca. And of course, we have the Clásico Capitolino to round things up at the end before the international break. And as always, joining me, it is New York Fair resident Christian Rosendo and Brooklyn's very own AJ. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? Doing good, Ivan. Doing good. I hope you and AJ are doing well. I hope the listeners are doing well. A little disappointed we didn't come away with the W in that classical, but we'll we'll be sure to talk about it and much more and what we're wrong for America. But um, hopefully, we can get back on the right track in these next two games before the break. Definitely, AJ. How are you, my friend? Um, I'm tired. Honestly, worked out, deadlifted for the first time, which was actually a pretty exciting experience. I mean, at least it got, you know. Clear my head of the draw that happened, but all in all, I'm ready to talk all things Cruz America tonight. You know, we're going to have to make kind of like a Patreon account for our listeners, and AJ's just going to do kind of like the Apple Plus Fitness thing, where he's just going to be giving our listeners kind of exercise advices on what to do on each single set of the day. I think that would be really cool, but uh, glad to hear that, AJ. Glad to hear that we're ready to go. Uh, yeah, gentlemen, we're going to jump right into the Clásico Nacional draw, the disappointment that that was. We'll look ahead into the future for America. Also, I would like to acknowledge and I would like to rub it in everyone's face. The transfer window is officially closed for America, which means that we officially did not bring in anyone. So <laughs> any, anyone who doubted me when I said this a month and two ago, please stand, stand up and walk out because I um, told I you guys. walk out. <laughs> I told you, I told you guys that we were not gonna get anyone, and there are still people out here being like, "Christian, you were one of them." Like, no, don't worry, we're gonna get something done. We're gonna do something. And look, by my count, transfer window is officially over, and America is still yet to bring in a reinforcement. Although, I feel like, I, I feel like the whole Ronaldo Iwata thing kind of changed everything. Would you agree or no? I I do think so. Be, but okay. then he gets injured, and you still have exactly. a plenty of time to get things done. True, so, true, 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 100%. We'll talk about that a little bit later on because there is one name that I have seen surface in the America Twitterverse that I would just like to maybe put thrown out there. I don't think there's a heavy rumor of him being linked to America, but he is the type of player that I think America would go for in the January transfer window. But again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Gentlemen, let's get into what was... America versus Chivas, the Clásico Nacional. A tie that feels like a loss, but a point that made us the only team in first place is the way Chris is putting it out. And actually, yeah, it, it, it's a good way to kind of sum up the game. Again, wasn't the best result, wasn't what we wanted, but at the same time, it's a clean sheet. We get a point and we're still league leaders. Now, I know, Christian, that's not enough, especially being America, and especially in the kind of, you know, momentum we were building prior to this Toluca game that uh, happened before the Clásico Nacional. Things were looking on the up and up for America. We were clearly the favorites walking into this one. Yet, it felt like we fell flat on our faces and nothing actually happened. What went wrong for America, Christian? Um, I think just the lack of intensity, honestly, um, you kind of see in like in the first 20 minutes, um, you know, we just didn't, we weren't playing like America. Uh, we were, we were very slow in our decision-making, our passing was atrocious. No one was moving. No one was creating. Um, and you know, just a combination of all of that. And then you throw on Chivas is kind of, I guess, unorthodox uh, style of play in the, in the first couple of minutes, because, you know, no, you know, them having a new coach kind of, you know, kind of trying to do something different, uh, throw America off guard, which, which was, was working for a little bit because they kind of had a, a couple of, uh, of interesting looks uh, going forward on counterattacks. And all that just kind of, I, I guess, in my opinion, flustered America uh, just a bit, um, enough to throw them off at their game of the original game plan. Um, we were talking about it earlier before we went live, Ivan. Um, no one in America had a good game, uh, I, I guess, from our point of view. Is maybe, for me, only maybe Jorge Sanchez. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but it's just a shame that you have so many players. You have Henry Martin, Roger Martinez, you know, Fidalgo, 
Richard Sanchez, and none of these players could make that have that spark for America. And these are four players that I think should always possess that quality and always at any given moment, especially during a Clásico, I'll kind of bring that out, right? And you saw none of them, you know, do anything. And it was, it was, it was annoying, it was frustrating, um, but, you know, it, it's time to build on this because, you know, we just can't keep continuing playing like this. Yeah, and, and look, I make the argument, we're, we're way, we're, we're after this Pachuca game, we'll be way more into halfway through the season than we would, like, uh, expect it to be. Look, AJ, AP, AP Jr., Putting it very lightly, America was dragging ass out there on Saturday. I mean, from your point of view, from your perspective, what did you think went wrong? We just didn't show up to that game. It just felt like it was just another game where, you know, from the league, that was just felt like it just was not Chivas. I don't know. Like, I feel like we had a talk where you just saw like the hype for the Classico died, died down while we were hyping this game up. That game just really didn't reflect what we were just talking about, really. Just America just did not bring their A game into this match against Chivas. With the line that you had up front, you really think something can happen. We definitely will score goals. No, almost no one appeared in that game except for Jorge Sanchez and Chavarez, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Just, and, and the almost, I feel the- like that we're bringing their A game into this. Modo Choa just seems like we didn't just have our shooting boots on in that match. And I felt like at times, I feel like we were even respecting Chivas. Chivas looked deadly. At times, especially during like the opening minutes, they had so many chances that honestly, they could it could have been a three zero for them if I'm if I'm not if I'm going to be saying the truth. They're just we dragged my ass. We just didn't appear in this match, and all all disappointing result for America. Yeah, look, I think Chris brings up a very interesting point. You know, our center backs were you know pretty terrible. George, for the most part, was maybe the reason we didn't get scored on. Chavez Reyes as well. Uh, in Linus played for way too long and should have never started. Something that Christian will attest to in just a minute. But um, again, it doesn't seem like this was the America that we hyped up before prior to this game, right? I think AJ mentioned it perfectly, Christian. This felt like another league game. It didn't feel like a classical for these players. Oh, yeah. um, and and you saw that lack of intensity that you mentioned, right? That unorthodox play that Chivas kind of tried to utilize in the opening minutes kind of threw us off. And that's where, you know, the two, three chances that AJ mentioned that they could have gotten themselves a goal. I will argue, though, that maybe we had the better chances at the end of the game, aside yeah. from the one that Alexis Vegas skies rockets over, which I still don't know how he did that. But yeah. I, 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 for the most part, it was a very much stalemate match that just did yeah. not feel like a classical. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess just the, the moment, I guess, of, you know, the, the two teams in the, in the sense, you know, I mean, it got coming off, you know, a, you know, kind of a loss that, you know, humbled them a little bit, right? Um, and then Chivas, just with the way they've been playing, um, brand new coach, obviously, you really didn't expect too much from them. Uh, but you're right, though. You know, besides the, the, the little little scuffles that, that were out there, that was probably the most classical passion we've seen in a while uh, from, from any of the teams, right? Um, obviously, you know, we, we, we're not really, we, we're not condoning the fighting, right? But, you know, just, I guess it, 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 was, it was fun to see, you know, the passion come out a little bit. Uh, within the two sides, but in terms of the actual gameplay, you're right, Ivan. It, it, it was a little stale, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but it's just now you have to, you know, step back and think what could America done better. Um, we'll bring up a couple of points here. I Chris brought up one point, Linus should have never started. I think I, I kind of agree with him. Um, uh, number two, should should have Cordova started, you know. Um, I know he came in, didn't really do much. Um, but you know, that that was that just you no know, him just coming in cold or. You know, maybe if you had him over Linus in the first half, maybe it could have been something different. It's all it's all what ifs, right? Um, but you know, these are things that you can have to bring in mind. Like, oh, you know, could this made a difference? You know, look, I'll I'll make the argument. I I I think you put Cordova in this game, and it's still the same outcome. Like, I I don't think he comes in and steps up and does anything that. No one particularly did. I, I know the commentators like praising him for some reason when he came in. Like, he didn't really change the face of America's attack. Like, let's be honest. If he did, Henry would have had more chances being distributed by Cordoba. The only real true chances Henry got were from Chava Reyes. And to be honest, it was from when he was in an attacking position. Like you mentioned, Christian, right? Yeah. You wanted him in that left wing position. He gets the left back spot, but in those kind of runs that he overlaps Mauro Linus and then puts himself in those promising positions, you see some things happen. And so yeah. I would make the argument that I think a Chavez Reyes in the left mid position would have done much more 
than a Cordoba being in that game. And yes, I know you're pointing to yourself and I get it. I get it. I, I, I do. I trust me. I do. And I think, I think Linus is looking at his position as, Hmm, I don't think that's my spot after this game anymore. Cause you're right. He cost us almost two goals. I mean, the pass back that he did to give back to Alexis Sanchez and get the counter going was beyond fathom. I could yeah. not understand how does a professional player do something like that in the caliber of a game. I'm going to go out there and say it. It looks like he was nervous. It looked like he wasn't up for the task. And it's really the reality of it. Look, last time you played Classico, there wasn't, there wasn't that many people. There wasn't that much pressure on you. And so now yeah. you had, what, 60-something thousand people in the Stadia Stack Up, which, by the way, it's always amazing to see the Azteca almost get full and to yeah. that capacity. So it was nice to see the fans play their part. But yeah, no, Linus, I, I, by far one of the worst players. And still, I, to answer your question, I don't think Cordoba comes in and changes the game at all. But I don't know okay. if AJ has anything else to say. I don't even know what to say. I'm just lost for words because I can't believe for a whole 90 minutes, from my point of view, it was a snooze fest of a Clásico. It's probably one of the most boring Clásicos I think I've seen. In quite some time, honestly, you expect goals. I mean, we got the fight, but just where was the passion at, though? And I think it's one of those things when those things are highlighted more than the actual goals. That is the issue, right? That goes to show you that it wasn't the classical that many of us intended it for it to be. And, and you brought up 60K people. You really brought in 60K, something we have not pulled off in quite some time. For a zero zero stalemate, that's sad. It's the only thing that still boggles my mind. I just tell him like I feel sorry. But look, oh. I'll make the argument that America proposed to open the game up, and then Christian, you mentioned this in the second half alongside with me. It seemed like Chivas were just playing to get that draw. They were sitting yeah. back, they're saying, "Look, we're going to invite the pressure. We're going to soak it up. I'm going to try to relieve on the on on the counter." You go back and and look. I don't have the heat map in front of me, but I would make the argument that Chivas was sitting back deep for a majority of this match. Now, it's no excuse to America. We should be more than capable of breaking this defense down. But you mentioned it, Christian. There was no Fidalgo breaking the lines. There was no real Henry, uh, you know, magic that we see him. Yeah, he was hustling, doing the usual, but there was, you know, maybe I remember one or two good runs from him. That's about it. Um, You know, a Linus that just was seemed to be scared to take anyone on, really. Um, and a Roger Martinez that, again, has just fallen so flat that he is just nowhere near the Roger we want him to be. So that front line attacking was just in shambles, awful. really. Yeah, awful. Just say how it is. They were awful. Um, yeah. But obviously, it just wasn't them. But like you mentioned, out, Fidalgo, awful. Richard Sanchez, awful. Pedro Aquino was awful at the beginning, but kind of got a little bit better throughout the game, but still wasn't your expectations. You can go to the whole lineup. You know, Bruno and Emma, they were kind of clueless at some points. Uh, you look at those counterattacks, and you only saw one of them there. Uh, and some of the plays, they just weren't communicating. Chava Reyes in the first 20 minutes, I literally wanted to kill him because he was making mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. And you saw, you saw how nervous the kid was. I don't care how any of you guys will defend him. Chava Reyes, was, this was his worst game ever. And it was a bad game to pick because now you kind of drew that image on most fans. And now saying, hey, listen, can you not live up to the pressure? You know, these are the games you have to show the, why, why you were the best left back in the league last, uh, last year. And in those first 20 to 30 minutes, he was god-awful. Um, like I said earlier, I think only Jorge Sanchez was the only one that I think uh, can, can, can kind of stay away from this. You know, we'll, we'll save him. But even then, though, you know, there were, you know, a couple of questionable things he did here and there. But um, for the most part, though, everyone, terrible game. Uh, this needs to be cleaned up fast because, uh, you know, we have two games, two very good games coming up, uh, two games that we have to win to kind of get us going because we have the international break. And, you know, in, so, you know, you, you always want to leave on a good note. And look, this is the interesting thing about this season. We knew that uh, once we turned the corner after Chibas, it was just game after game after game after game. Everything was going to get stacked upon us. There was no quote-unquote easy matches after the Clásico Nacional. You're talking Pachuca, away, Adidalgo, a place where we always seem to struggle. You're talking about Pumas, the Clásico, another Clásico. Regardless of how they're coming into this one, you know that things are played differently when it's a classical. And then you're looking at the rest of the couple of matches. I mean, you still have to go. You still have to play against Cruz Azul. You still have to play against Tigres. You still have to play up against Monterrey. Like, these bigger matches are coming up, and they're right around the corner. And not to mention that we also have a CONCACAF Champions League final to talk, to, to consider in, in about, what, three, four weeks' time? So, 
it's it's a really really turn short turn of events and this international break it's either going to make or break us at this point so you're right christian you gotta you gotta sweep it up and you gotta go and start picking up the slack from these last two games against pachuca and top it off against pumas um but you're right i, I would make the argument that chava reyes though even though he had like you mentioned his worst game in an america jersey still looked better than the model linus right still looked of better course. than yeah. you know uh, a couple of players out there on that pitch. And so it goes to show you that this kid is talented. Yes, the game got to him. But again, you know that these type of things happen. And these this is a perfect way to mold him, right? I, I don't think it's going to happen again. I think that he picks up the slack from here on out. Look, he almost had a perfectly, perfectly placed pass for Henry Martin. If that reception would have been better, we're talking about a, about maybe the goal that wins the match. We're hailing and we're praising uh, Henry. And we're giving right. flowers to... Um, to Chabarreyes because of, of the course. amazing perfect time pass. Just these things in football sometimes they don't kind of go through. It is what it is. But again, I'd make the argument. I think our worst player on the pitch on the night was probably Mauro Linus. Yeah, so, no. Um, hey, I don't know if you want to add on to this, but Mauro Linus just it's not the guy that you praised uh, at the, uh, you know at the beginning of the season to kind of have have that season. Um, this is this is the guy you backed. Uh, what do you think went wrong for Mauro Linus this game? I think, like you meant, just seemed completely nervous. Didn't really step up to play like every other player in America in that match. Just Their presence was just unknown. The players you've been seeing throughout the entire season when it comes to the most important match of the season for them, regarding even the playoffs, this is the game you're looking forward to for the season of America to come up against the Rivals and show that they're the bigger that they're the bigger team, which they clearly are at the very end of the day. But, you know, get bragging rights. But then just, yeah, no, Lightness, know what's going on. That loan option, ooh, we're probably looking at Schultz like, hey, you can have him back. Thank you. And well, we'll see. Look, he's got he's got a couple more games to kind of right right his wrongs, mm-hmm. right? And it's and, one, it's only look, one game. It's not going to summarize like how he's been throughout. You know, even though people question but, why he but, came, but but, but we know how the Americanismo is, right? We're so mm-hmm. latched onto one game that we're ready to fire anyone who isn't up to the standards in that one match. I get it. That's fine. That's our culture. I'm not trying to change it or anything. I'm just saying we are how we are. Look, Jacob Lay Layout saying good thing Solari put George because I don't think Layun would have caught Alexis Vegas in the counterattacks of the Mauro Linus. She would have gone smoked. He would have yeah. gone so, smoked. I think it it goes to what Christian was saying. I think our best player on the night was George Sanchez. Look, I'm not even going to mention Ochoa because I don't think he even gets any type of work, really. I mean, what, he gets a couple of shots here and there to his body. I think his performance is nullified by the fact that Chivas didn't really knock at the door the way that maybe some people would try to paint it in the lighting that, oh, Chivas had their chances. Like, yeah, they had one really good chance that they skyrocketed. But to be honest, this was probably one of the most quiet nights for Ochoa as well, you know? And it's not to say that our defense was doing their job. It was just she was were poor in, in the sense of going forward. And after a couple of minutes, they decided that they just wanted to hold back and give America the ball. So it is what it is in that department. I think that Aguilera was completely <sighs> shaky. Bruno Valdez didn't even mention him. Um, like defensively, we were, we were just terrible. Absolutely terrible. And yet she was, wasn't able to capitalize on that going forward. Again, so bad. So bad. And, and it frustrates me because you'd look at a player like Fidalgo, who I think is maybe having a little bit of a senior, uh, of excuse me, of a sophomore slump, even though he has two goals this season. I feel like he just hasn't been his creative self, Christian. Yeah, no. Um, it's, I don't know. I just, I can't explain. You know, I, you know, you, you, you want him to do good, right? Obviously, because he's an America player. And obviously, he is a player that Salati does seem to kind of, you know, enjoy having on the pit. It's just, you know, in games like this, you know, this is the game where you prove to be an America player, right? And for some of these guys, it's just, you know, you can have a question mark around them saying, listen, are, are, are you really made for this, right? So, like everything, like everything else, you know, um, in the grand scheme of everything, you got to sit back and look what happened and move on. Obviously, you know, obviously we wanted to win. Obviously, it's not what we wanted, but you have, two, you have a game tomorrow. You have a game tomorrow and you have another classic on Sunday that you need to prepare for. And it's just about, you know, looking at what happens Saturday, building off of that, and hopefully we get something going. Look, I'm getting called out here in the comments. Chris and Jacob saying they don't fully agree with my take on Fidalgo. But I will make the argument that, I, look, he's not being as impactful as he was last season. I would rather take a Fidalgo that isn't scoring goals but is creating opportunities 
rather than a Fidalgo that's scoring two goals and sometimes just being lights out for a good majority of the game. And now I'm I don't know if that's his new role because look, I don't know if you got if you picked this up, Christian, but we were playing without a central attacking mid in this game. We yeah. had a deep line defensive mid, which was Pedro Aquino, and then you had two center midfielders, which was Richard Sanchez and Fidalgo. Fidalgo having a little bit more of a liberty to go forward, but still you saw him drift a lot inside the yeah. midfield. So I, my argument there is that I think that we're not utilizing our players correctly. Not to mention the fact that Cordova is not a winger and we still use him on the wing. But now you're using Fidalgo in a position where maybe he's not thriving as much as he used to. Right. So, listen, just for all record's sake, um, you know how you guys feel about, about, about Fidalgo, right? You know, I, like, I love Fidalgo, but I have to agree with Ivan here. You know, it's just for right now, Fidalgo isn't the Fidalgo that we all want him. Because, listen... Ivan knows, and whatever he's saying right now, whatever, but he knows that Fidalgo can be talented. He knows Fidalgo can be the best player on this team. It's just right now he's not proving it. Whether it be just a lot of tactics or whether it's just, you know, sophomore or something like you said, he has to, he has to find out what, what it is because, um, you know, it's games like this where, you know, you kind of had the opportunity to, you know, make your magic. And we saw a little bit. We saw a little bit in the second half, especially in our own defensive end where he got the ball kind of spun around two players, you know, giving go players like, that's what we need to see but more of. You know, give me 80 minutes of that. Um, and then, you know, we're talking about a completely different player. Um, but like you said, Ivan, is it, is it Solari tactics? Is it, you know, just him playing a different role? Him in his mind thinking, okay, you know, I, I, I didn't score a single goal last season. So my goal objective is now, okay, to see how can I put myself in a better opportunity to score instead of maybe, like you said, in a better opportunity to break lines or stuff like that, right? Um, he wants to be the one... Kind of at the end of the play, not at the beginning. In some cases, um, it's just for right now. I don't think that's working for us. Um, but but what I will say is, I think we see the better of Fidalgo when Cordova is on the pitch. Um, even if it, if one of them suffers, but I think that's when we see kind of the best of maybe even the both of them. I agree with that. I agree. I think we see the best out of the both of them. I don't know if it's internal competition or I don't know if they really do truly play better off of each other, but. It, it, it is an interesting kind of debate that that one can have. But I, I, I don't know, AJ, anything to add on in the whole Fidalgo debacle? Man. I just, I don't even know. I'm, I'm just lost for words just even after throughout this is entire it, match. Is, is, it, is, is it because I compared him to Carlos Reynoso that I said, could he, uh, could he ever? I think that's is, what, I think that's what is happened. That, is that now. what happened? Is that look what I'm, happened? Look what Cordova, man. Look what you did! Just don't come. Just don't say nothing to Trujillo Lopez, and we're good, though. We're good. So leave, leave my boy out of this. But I don't know. Like with Fidalgo, like what we saw in the first season, though, like lots of exciting things. We're praising him this season. He's got the goals. He was doing well, but just now you're seeing a little bit of a slump in his performance. And you know, we signed him for that reason. We gave him that contract. We want to see him show up and be that player that you know that. This is why Solari brought him to the team. He saw something when he was coaching him back over there in Real Madrid. It's got to be for something. I got. I um have a lot of um hope for the kid. He's really good. Has lots of potential with this team to be a really good player for the team. But all just, I don't know. Just seems like Solari at times is playing midfielders in different places. And you're kind of just scratching your like, but why though? Just play him in the natural position is he plays in. I don't know. Saw has got to be doing something. He, he's got to, he knows his stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I, Chris mentioned it's wearing out. Yeah, it's, it's wearing out. But, man. <laughs> it's just on his last, on his last couple of sentences before he just <laughs> completely passes out here. I'm but look, <laughs> you're right, AJ, though, because it, you made an argument as to, as to making the sense that, you know, and that, it's something that I feel like maybe we should point out. You mentioned it. That within the past couple of you know games, past couple of seasons, these America games have fallen strayed less from the entertainment side of things and have been more on the on the tactical rigged side of things, which may definitely is disappealing to some like you and 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 you know rightfully so, right? Because America, the, the culture of America is what it's it's the three G's, right? Uh, ganar, golear, y gustar. Right. Right. So the fact that we're just maybe hitting one or two of these things a game, that is, I think, what's frustrating most of the Americanismo. Now I get it under Solari, it's different tenure, it's a different thing. It's more about 
uh, you know, the discipline, the positioning, the tactics, and not a lot of people like that, right? Not a lot of people can, not a lot of people will will be like me and say, you know what, I want to go back and look at that game and see where we went wrong, tactically speaking. Not a lot of people will do that, you know, because as a fan, you want you, you want to see the goals, you know, you want to be uh-huh. thrilled and excited. But the fact of the matter is that under Solari's tenure, things have and maybe continuously will be a different story. But look, at the end of the day, this game is a stalemate. We all can agree, all three of us and everyone listening to this, that America should have done better, right? You give merits to Chivas for holding the defensive line as, as long as they did. But you also have to look and question at America and saying, why is it that with the depth, with the talent that we have, we were still unable to break this line? It wasn't like we were going up against a freaking... Uh, you know, Bayern Munich defense. It's it that's that's not what happened. Like you weren't going up against the likes of like Kimmich and stuff like that, you know? You you're going up the likes of freaking Achieva's defender. Like, come on, you should be you did it in Dallas. Like, why can't you do it here? Like yeah. It, that's the frustrating part about it all. And I know Solari has a lot of questions to answer. And hopefully he starts doing it against Pachuca because again, I'm not saying that his job's on the line. And I don't even and though far I, from it. Yeah, even far though I tweeted it. it out. But we know we know how this uh, community is. We know what how the community uh, the Americanismo can get. And if things don't start going right very well, a lot of heavy criticism. If I'm will be not mistaken. Down. Maybe someone in the chat can or you guys can kind of let me know. But is this the first time in Solari's era that America have gone two games without at least a W? Uh, I'd have to check that. I would have to check that. Right? I don't want to say yes because if it is, and we're, you know, exaggerating in the sense of Solari, it kind of shows what you know he's done with the team. You know, if this is his first time, two games in a row, and you don't have a W. You know, I mean, obviously, and you're you know, still you never, sitting in you first know, you, place. You never want to. never want to wish that. And we're sitting here, you know, kind of criticize them in a sense, which he does deserve some criticism. You know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows over there. You know, the subs could have been done a little. A little earlier, the lineup obviously mm-hmm. um, can you know it could have been a little bit better, but you know now this is the time to prove you know are you the man or not? Get these next two Ws, and I'm promise you that the Luca game and some of this Chiva game will most likely be forgotten. No, yeah, I agree with you. I, I I definitely agree with you. Now, there's one last thing I wanted to talk about before we wrap it up here, and I'm trying to see if I can find the comment of Chris. Um, give me a second. There it is. He's saying, "Are we talking about Chivas needing to get those red cards?" And look, I, I, I completely agree that I think we all sit here and can say that we all were for the red cards on the first one. Yeah, which was the freaking on the first one. On the second one, you gotta understand. There's there's gonna be scuffles like that, and whether. But the guy does dig in his eyes, so that... Okay, listen, you know, maybe he wants his eyes for, I don't know, a centerpiece in his living room. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But, you know, those things happen. You know, know, those things happen. I would have justified the red card more on the first foul because that was a dirty dirty tackle. Whether you're a Chivas fan or not, you have to admit that was literally a dirty tackle. And, you know, it should have, you know, the ref should have had a look at it. And the fact that he didn't just blows my mind. Um, but you know, in the second one, you know, you know, classical things, right? Classical yeah. things that happen, right? Look, I mean, I'm all I'm saying is that America. Case, look, you know, the way I see it is, we we can't get into the whole refereeing thing, right? No, of course not. Because look, America still had an abundance of time to figure out the game. America still had a bunch of chances that they could have tried to convert. Like, for me, that's not an excuse as to why you didn't win the game. It was like, oh, Chivas didn't get two red cards. That's why we didn't win. Like, no, that's not merit. That's, that's just because something didn't go your way. You still have to go out there and find the goal. You know, would, have, would it have helped if they were down two players? Yeah, of course, but it's not guaranteed. And definitely in the way we were playing, I promise you, it wasn't promised at any chance that we were going to score. So he probably would still been playing the, We still probably would have been playing the ball back. Probably yeah. still would have been doing it because that's how possessive f- we are. <laughs> the amount of times we've reset the ball was, oh my God, ridiculous. But look, alas, 0-0. America gets the draw. 
we secure uh, the the point while we're all frustrated and it feels like a loss. The reality of it is, we continue to stay unbeaten at home. We get the clean sheet and I, we continue to you know scale the table. We're sitting at the top. Like Christian mentioned, these next two games are pivotal, though, for the season. Because we know the most important thing coming into a Liga is what, gentlemen? Momentum. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, I, I, uh, I thought you asked me. I was, I was going to say, you know, victories. But yes, momentum. I mean, a title momentum, would be nice. Thing. But, you know, momentum, I guess. Momentum, victories, yeah, almost the same thing. Momentum is important. So. Yes, of course, 100%. 100%. But all right, we put that past us. Now we're going to look up into the future. But before we do so, I want to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you guys by Foot Cult. And if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go check out footcult.com. Use the discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. Again, that is discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off all Foot Cult products. There is a beauty of a jersey that we brought out not too long ago. And hey, look out for something in the works for the near future. But all right, that. gentlemen. We, we, we have that shirt. We do. And it's a beauty. All right. Who has this one? I do. We all do. Uh, well, I don't know if all the listeners do. But look, if you guys like something like that, let us know. Because we're more than willing to make it happen yet again. But all right. Thank you again <laughs> for, called, for sponsoring I bet you, today's I, I, episode. I, I, I bet you the Tigres fans are, are, are about to post this poll right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they back. are. <laughs> I sure they I'm sure they are. Um but all right, gentlemen, looking into the future, but before we do so, uh Christian, like I mentioned, transfer window is officially closed in Liga Mekis for America. No one came in, no one looks like was ever gonna come in. So what went wrong? What happened? Well, just a couple of things. Um number one, we talked about it earlier, Arnate Bara. I think, you know. Solari got the okay for a right winger to join the team, Renato Ibarra. Got a goal in the game. He came back, injured right after, right? So I guess I guess the board at that moment kind of just laid off the plans of getting someone. Um, but Ivan, you said there's no excuse for that, though. You know, it happened literally in the game. They should have had the names literally on, on, on a file somewhere, uh, ready to call them up because they had more than enough time to get this done. And, you know, it's, it's a shame that a board like America can't, satisfy the needs of the team when it's so glowingly showing that we need, we desperately need someone on that wing. And for us not to have a true right winger on this squad right now is currently pressing and embarrassing. And it just shows to you how, you know, what the people are, you know, doing running the board. They, they just are very clueless right now. And um, you know, people, believe it or not, though, this is the thing that kind of upsets managers, too. You know, it's not just in Liga Mac, but it happens all over the world. You know, yes, you, ha- you have to cope with what you have when you get here. But, you know, so I've already been here. He analyzed the team. He went through the whole season with them, um, made it to the playoffs with them. But now it's time for him to kind of add his spice. And I put all my money on the line that Solari asked for a player. And more than likely, he did not get it. So, um, you know, to say that Salati isn't a little bit frustrated with his current squad is, you know, you're, you're going to be lying because obviously he, he knows that he wanted that, that right winger. Um, you know, he wasn't afraid to kind of shy, uh, you know, shy away from the question. Oh, hey, would you like a, uh, you know, a signing? Well, you know, you know, the squad is good that we have, but I would really love a right winger, you know? Like, it was so blatantly obvious, right? So, yeah. you know, stuff like that, it's just annoying to the fan base because you know that this team could have been just a little bit better more with the right winger, and maybe we could have seen more of Solari's magic into play. So um, so that's one of the reasons why, um, and probably the majority of the reasons why. Um, also, I think, you know, I'll just put it out there because I've been dying to say this since he ever came back, but everyone doubted Benedetti. Um, I think that <laughs> up to this point, he's had good showings. Uh, when he's gotten the chance, um, I think he scored some pivotal goals. We'll remember the goal in Philadelphia to kind of give us that 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 push into the final. Um, I, I I think he's also betting on Benedetti to kind of just be the player, that kind of versatile versatile player that can just come in and play either in the mid or on the wing. Um, but he's not a true right winger though. Like yes, he played at under Bioha a little bit, but eh, you know that that's yeah. not, that's not him, though. It's not him. And if you want to see the best, I mean, it has to be kind of where Fidalgo and Cordova are trying to fight for right now. Uh, so, and then if you, you know, obviously he's, he's going to be third in that pecking order, right? So, 
you know, it's it's you know, he he has he has someone, but he really doesn't have someone. But uh, I just wanted to point that out there that you know Benedetti, um, you know, just wanted to show it, shove it in everyone's faces because literally I was the only one who kind of believed in Benedetti. And thank God, to up to up to right now, he's you know proving himself. Just need to need for that to continue this season. Um, but let's talk about it though. He hasn't brought up any, anyone from from the cantera though. Is there no one that's you know in the cantera that's you know kind of opening his eyes just a little bit to even have him on the bench? Um, you know, I, I don't know. About you, that, that's just a little injured. bit more concerning to me as well because. He is a manager that does like to bring up. He's not afraid to bring up players. He's not afraid to, to play them. Um, it's just he, he hasn't even called them to the bench, right? So um, I don't know, if the, the, you know, the the, the Cantera slacking uh, down there. Um, but you know, it's something to also ask a question like, why hasn't he, maybe he tested someone from the Cantera? You know, I I think you I I think you've hit the nail on the coffin there. I do think that our Cantera does not have a player suffice enough. That can come in and step in because okay, it's not to say that we don't have good players at the Cantera. We do. I just right? I don't do. think. I, yeah, do. I just don't think we don't have anyone at that level. Right. Because you're asking for a lot. You're asking for a kid to come in and be like the like start you know? games. Like yes, like yeah, like, you need him to be like ready off the get go to go 65 minutes in Liga MX, going up against some pretty good players. Like that seems in our heads that seems easy, but it's it's a big leap sometimes from youth academy to professional football. Like it's 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 sometimes a big ask, and I don't think we really have anyone there. Karel Campos looked to be the closest one, but then AJ, you know, he got injured and now he doesn't look like he's been, you know, himself lately right there. So it 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 does beg the question. What is America doing in that department that, let's be honest, since Alfredo Tena left, it has not been the same. Our results have been poor, right? I don't, the argument was being made that there was a transitional period from one coaching style to another, right? We brought this ex Villarreal manager that, you know, was supposed to be like this great thing and look where he's had us at. Doesn't really look like we've been in a promising position. But it's just, I don't know, Christian. I, I think I think we're in big trouble here. I think the fact that your youth academy isn't producing the talents that you need them to produce. You have a board that is, well, you know, for lack of a better word, incompetent and can't get a job or a deal done. You have a president that sometimes, you know, doesn't know half of what he's doing with contracts. And then you have a club and institution that has let millions, and I mean millions of dollars, go down the drain in player sales and in player contracts. That now we're looking and scraping at the bottom of the barrel and thinking, what can we do with our last couple of pesos? Everything is coming together. And now we're looking at ourselves and thinking, well, what are we going to do? You know? And I think that's the most concerning thing about it because. Look, I do think we'll get someone in January. I really do. Because, mm-hmm. let's be honest, if America wins the CONCACAF Champions League, like, so that is like, I need X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm not going into a Club World Cup with fucking Chucho Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, Chucho Lopez, uh, Osuna, and freaking yeah. uh, Madrigal. Like, I, like you're not going to do that without a right winger either, you know? Like, let's exactly. be honest. You're not going to, you're trying to go up against Chelsea and, and, and try to beat them like that. Like, let's be honest, that's just going to end up in just a nightmare of a result. So I do think we'll bring in players come January. But it's, is it going to be too little too late at that point? You know? It's frustrating. It is frustrating. I did because, I'm sorry, that slipped out. It's just been frustrating having to watch this team burn itself to the ground financially. Um, but again, alas, I told you guys, don't get your hopes up. Don't hold your breath. And look what happened. America didn't bring in anyone. Um, now, the one player that I wanted to throw out there that no one's really talked about in regards to a strong link to America, but this is someone that I read not too long ago, and I've seen a couple of people on Twitter mention his name. It is uh, the Atletico San Luis winger. Uh, Bertrame is that yeah, him? Bertrame. Yes, yeah. Bertrame. Uh-huh. I feel like he would be a good fit. 
I think he I, I think he's showing some pretty impressive impressive stuff. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, again, this is not a strong rumor that has been going yeah. around. I've just seen a lot of Americanistas liking him who who wouldn't. I mean, the guy's scoring goals for fun right now at San Luis. What's your guys' cool. thoughts? Solid player. Solid player. I think AJ will have a little bit more, um, you know, take on him. But for me, I think he's a solid player. Um, obviously, he'd be the only upgrade right now of what we currently have, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and I welcome him with open arms. I, I think he is a solid player. He's doing good things at San, at San Luis. Um, and he doesn't shy away from a talent, you know. And any team you throw in front of him, he, he seems to have a good performance every single game. And, you know, play, we need more players like that, obviously. Uh, so um, if it happens, it happens. Um, like Ivan said, we're not saying that he is on the radar or anything like that. Um, you know, for, for a, a strong to, to come. But, um, you know, if, if he is on the list, I hope, you know, he kind of skips a couple people and maybe he gets a little bit higher because I don't think he'd be a bad addition. Yeah, no, me neither. AJ. Um, pretty good guy. 10 games played so far, 8 goals scored. And 65 games with, tw- with 22 goals and 2 assists. Good name. Can play as in the right wing. Can play as a center forward too, if needed. All in all, he's 22 years old, coming from Argentina. He's looking good, really, for um, San Luis. But at the same time, every time we see someone good on another team, they come to America. Just never happens. I like to call that the Clue America effect. And then when they leave, they end up doing well again. So I don't know. I mean, he'd be good, but what money do we have, though? What money? I don't know, San Luis, and, and they're in pretty much of a crisis right now. I think Atletico Madrid wants to pull out for, from their deal with them. So I, I, I think we could work something. Two broke clubs going together. I'm sure we can, I'm sure we can work something out. But uh, alas, that is that as far as updates goes. Look, uh, I'm sure the transfer rumors are going to start um, again. To answer huh? Chris's question as well, for San Luis, he's been there since 2019. So, like, we could try to grab him, but... Knowing how good he's playing right now, that value's definitely gonna, gonna be going gonna up try on to him. him. That's for sure. Obviously, of course, let's see how he's doing as well. So, but you know what? To. We offer one Leo Suarez and one Chucho Lopez and three Gancitos. I'm sure Yo, we'll be fine. Stop. Solari, <laughs> Solari trusts my boy Chucho Lopez. He trusts the process. He trusts process? him to carry the maletas, probably. That's about Yo, it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Talking about maletas, let's go to tomorrow's matchup. America's already traveled uh, to Pachuca, and Estadio Hidalgo will be the venue for the night, seven p.m. Pacific, uh, nine east, uh, nine central. Excuse me, ten eastern. Look, this this venue is always not our, our our most favorite, and especially during the middle of the week, Christian. I've never had fond memories playing against Pachuca on a Tuesday or on a Wednesday. Uh, coming into this one, we know that we have to flip the tortilla around because we haven't had the best of games in the past two matches. What needs to happen in order to get the three points? Because I think at this point, you need the three points. Yeah, no, this is a, a must win. A tie will not do well for anybody on this team. Uh, America needs just to go out there, go out there, go out there. And, you know, I think you've got to risk it a little bit, honestly. Um, I think that you have to play with determination. You have to be the protagonist. You have to go all out attack. Little, this is FIFA. If you're, if you're if tomorrow, you 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 hit that right directional thing and you go all out attack. This is the game to do it. Bashuka is definitely by far not the easiest opponent. I understand that. I understand that they are a good solid team, but we have to put that aside. Though we have to be the first place team. We have to play like we are the number one team in this league. Um, and we just have to go out there and just you, you have to risk it a little bit. Um, at the, up to this point, I think Solari has done a good job. I think he's hit it, you know, se- semi safe. Uh, but I think tomorrow you have to throw a completely curveball at everybody and just go all out there and try to, you know, create something, do something out of the out of the ordinary to kind of get this W. Yeah, and look, I, AJ, this is maybe a little bit of a rematch for Solari of what happened in the in, in last Liga, right? Where maybe he didn't plant that good of a game against Pachuca and lost the first leg. Um, so th- this could be maybe a little bit more of a motivating factor for Solari. No doubt about it. You always want you always want to beat team, you know, that essentially knocked you out of Liga, especially as well. They came to Repechaje. And we got knocked out again by a team from a Repechai. So it's been embarrassing. So he's definitely going to have to um, redeem himself in this match. But it's Pachuca. It's never a good time when it's away. Plus at 10.05 10. like for us over there. And it's got to be late over there too. Jeez. 
Nine, on a Tuesday. Uh, for them. Even that, just on a Tuesday. And but yeah, no, this Pachuca side, I mean, yeah, they're in thir- they're thirteen, but at the same time it just they're always gonna give us a tough they're always gonna just give us a tough time. I mean, the good thing is they really don't ha- while they do have players to look at really dumb to have have their shooting boots on. The most goals that are coming from this team this season, I think, is uh Bochu Usman with two goals. Everyone else they got a goal apiece, but it's gotta be um so I was gonna need to just be careful and all like Chris should say, just go all out attack because we cannot afford a tie. We if we somehow manage to get a tie, then I might start worrying a little bit. Yeah, look, I, I think you mentioned it, Christian, right? The tempo has to be upbeat throughout the majority of the first half. I mean n- n- Heck, majority of the second half as well. You have to be uh, on the attacking side of things and go out there, and and it's gonna be interesting. And which is why I want to lead to this next. What is your formation? What is your starting eleven for this game? Um, it probably won't happen. Um, it's something kind of just giving throwing a little curveball out there, but you know we'll see what happens, right? So in that, like, Chicho I, Lopez in goal. Oh, whoa, chill. Yo, not in goal. Whoa. I thought you were I have Guillermo Choa. The back four will be Jorge Sanchez, Bruno Valdez, Sebas Cáceres, and Luis Fuentes. In the midfield, Pedro Aquino, Richard Sanchez, Sebastián Córdoba. On one wing, Chava Reyes. On the other, Roger Martinez. And in the middle, Federico Viñas. Now that is a curveball because... What do you do in that situation, right? You've benched... You've benched uh, Fidalgo, I, I think rightfully so. Um, but do you go with a four? The four three three. Do you go with a four two three one? Do you go with a four four two? That's four, four, the more interesting. Yeah, four four two didn't paint well for us. It didn't um, at all, and I hope it never goes it again. Uh, he won't go with it again. I think he'll stay with the four three three. Put Roger on the right. I I know no one likes it. I know. Everyone, you know, he doesn't play well on the right. It's kind of the only thing we have, honestly. And I don't think he'll start Benedetti in a game like this. Um, this is I. This is probably the best I think I can come up with. Um, you know, I like Vinas though. I like Vinas. I really want to say Vin. I really want to see Vinas. I think Vinas can provide a lot. Um, especially last game, honestly. I think with the gameplay they're trying to do last game, I think Vinas could have done just a little bit of a better yeah. job, kind of holding the ball up. I think that, that was the plan because you saw a lot of long balls to Henry Martin. Uh, trying to be played, and I think Vinas just does, does that a little bit better. Um, listen, Vinas is, is you know he, he hasn't played much, right? He, he they, other teams don't know how to really, I guess, kind of come back with the style. Just yeah, I think he could be that little surprise that we need. And Ivan, you hit it on the head earlier. I think Chava Reyes on the left wing does more than Linus, and I think he just plays just a little bit better. Um, you know, it, it it's something that I think we need. We need we need a, we need something. We need a little spark on the offense, and I think. Reyes and Venus can provide that against Pachuca, and hopefully it comes some sort of variation of this lineup comes to fruition. Yeah, look, I like Casares, but I know he's not starting. It's going to most likely be Aguilera, which, again, worries me, but we should be fine for the most part. Um, one last thing to add here before we continue. Uh, Cordova playing more of a, uh Olympic gold uh, in the Mexican Olympic formation rather than a natural cam, right? So sense, yes. floating midfielder. I think maybe, it's an interesting. Maybe, interesting maybe that's what he needs. Maybe he needs that kind of like that free roam position to kind of do him. And, mm-hmm. you know, let's give it to him. You know, let, let, this is the game where he needs to kind of just, you know, brush it all off and let's see what happens and maybe create that spark. Maybe this is what he needs. And I hope something like this happens tomorrow. Interesting. I like it. AJ? Looks solid. I'm done. I'm done with this. Even though would it happen? Maybe not. Maybe Probably not. Won't. I give it a forty percent. Actually, uh, I think a, I think a good ninety percent of this happens. I could see it. changes needed. Just some players really just didn't show up mm-hmm. against a Chiefs no, match. Maybe this is the match. I don't think he'll repeat eleven. You know, I, that, that that'd be kind of you know a little. No, why would you repeat right? that? That was a exactly. god awful eleven. I'm saying so. Um, you know. We're gonna see some of these players, I hope, in the starting yeah, line. Yeah, hey, look, I think, that. yeah. Yeah, I, hey, I think Reyes plays on the left. It could be worse. It could be the line we threw against Toluca. It could be worse. Oh God, no! Uh, never go back to the four four two, please. We don't have the players for it. Um, but okay, no, I like it. Good lineup. Uh, you know, if we're go basing ourselves off of this, I think you're right off the get go. 
get the ball to Chava Reyes, get the ball to Roger, let them have an explosiveness down the wing. And Vinas, he's got to be your target man. He's got to put these chances away. And he's got to bully defenders. Like, let's be honest. He has to bully defenders. So uh, I can see this working. I like it. It's interesting. I, I, I can go with it. I can definitely go with it. All right. So let's say we're going with this. Uh, what is your guys' prediction for tomorrow's game against Pachuca and Hidalgo? AJ. 1-0. 1-0, America. I like it. Clean sheet. It's, I like it. I like it, actually. Yeah. Go for it, Christian. We need a good, solid showing. We need a good, solid showing. 2 nothing, America. 2 nothing, America. Bold. I like it. I like it. This is a man that said 4-1 America last week, all right? So let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's, save, let's yeah, save our that, expectations That one of my proudest moments, for sure. <laughs> um, listen, if, if we want to count my proudest moments versus those moments, I, I, I think I'm doing pretty good. So that was just, you know, come on. You know yeah. what, Jacob, going with a 1-0 America victory, Vina scores it. I, I'm going with 1-0 as well. I think America, it's going to be a typical Solari game where we, like, make a goal by the end and we somehow survive. But I think at the end of the day, three points is the most important thing, right? Like, let's be honest. Three points is detrimental. Like, we need it. Like, it's a must. And so in whatever shape or fashion it comes, three points are going to be extremely welcomed. So we'll go with that. And I mean, that pretty much just wraps it up. Let us know more of your guys' comments in that. Uh, let's look ahead into an even further game, gentlemen. America versus Pumas in the Estadio Azteca. This game's going to be an interesting one. 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. Gentlemen, another Clásico is right around the corner. And another Clásico that we host at the Estadio Azteca. Now, look, these games are always difficult because we have to look past the Pachuca game. But off the basis of what we're talking about, Christian, again, three points is important, but not just that. I think at this point, you need to start showcasing what you're going to be showcasing in the Liga. So you have to end before the international break on a pretty big high. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, what way to do it than a classical, right? Um, it's it's no secret that Pumas right now aren't doing their best. Um, so this is the kind of game that you have to mentally say to yourself, okay, listen, if we get a big win against a rival, a strong rival heading into the break, you know, we should be feeling good, feeling good about our play style, feeling good, you know, in the mental aspect of everything, and just you know, feeling good about the team heading into the final run of the season where we still have boatloads of opponents to play left. You know, we still have Cruz Azul to play. We still have Tigres to play, right? Um, these are teams that, you know, that we're most likely going to see um, come the guia time. Uh, so, America needs to kind of just prepare for this game in the best way possible, knowing that a W is the only thing that can be accepted in this kind of match. Definitely. And look, this is interesting. Google saying 3 p.m. My soccer app is saying 7 p.m. for this game on Saturday. Who do we trust? Uh, I Google. Believe, I believe it's 6 p.m. my time. Yeah. 6 do we trust time. Google? Google. Google all the way. Why, can't, why do we trust Google, AJ? Because Google. Plus, it's his birthday, so <laughs> that, we want to make Google that, feel good about itself, too. It's his 23rd birthday. So. It, really? It's, a tw- it's their 23rd birthday on the day that America plays Pumas? Oh, no. It's currently their birthday now. Oh, yeah. well, man... I don't care about that. I care about the classical. Wow. Okay. Well, whilst I do a little bit more research on this, AJ, anything to add on in regards to what America needs to do in this game against Pumas? It's a classical. We really need to win because the going is going to get tougher. When the going gets tougher, it gets tougher, especially with the matches that we got left. Yeah, no, we definitely need to win, especially it's against a Pumas side that has only won one game this entire season. They've drawn five and lost four. And they've been having player players go as well, and I'm pretty and you know maybe this be the game we can do just to Pumas fans and let them be happy that we sacked them of Andres Lidini because I think they want him gone at this point. So you know we beat this Clasico, we win this Clasico, we get three points, and we also make them happy because Lidini is gone from their team. So you know, 
No, I I agree with you. I think you know whenever America gets a fire coach, then you know I'm all for it. Now, uh, also point to Google here. It is 5 p.m. hora uh, local over in Mexico for this game. Uh-huh. Uh, so it is at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. That is an odd time. I haven't seen America play at that time at the Estadio Azteca in forever, Christian. I love it. In I love forever. it. Anytime America does this, it's um, it it just you know bring it brings back the memory, memory central, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, you're gonna see just like the sun about to go and, down with that jersey the on. The nostalgia. The nostalgia. Anyway, it paints for a good game just for nostalgic reasons. Um, but I just hope to see an America win. Um, you know, above anything, right? And um, and, and I think we'll get it. So um. Definitely looking forward to that game. Yeah, look, you know, be impossible to try to give a lineup here, but whoever does end up playing in that game, let's hope that the Pachuca game went well and then they can go off and have kind of uh, a run. Because like I mentioned, the most important thing coming into this now is getting yourself uh, on a platform for momentum, right? That's what literally catapults you into these next couple of games as, you know, a title contender. Because, yes, afterwards we have to go and after the international break, face off against San Luis, which is never an easy thing going to their stadium. It's not easy. Then we have to receive Santos, which, you know, they always put up a fight. And then you have the big games. You have Tigres. Then you have CONCACAF Champions League final. Then you have Cruz Azul to end it off against Monterrey. Like, these games are weak. They, they look like, oh, we still have a couple of, you know, weeks before all of this. But it's coming back. He's coming by thick and fast. Like, let's just be honest. The turnaround is ridiculous at this point. And you guys can thank FIFA for that. So they want to cram all these World Cup qualifiers into one freaking week. So, again, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I'm excited. You know, Clásico is a Clásico. I will say this, though. Um, avoid trying to eat aguachiles whenever America plays Pumas. Whenever I do eat them that, that day, we always end up tying. So... We'll definitely try to avoid that. Yeah. So See. definitely, uh, I'll have something else. I'll have some tacos or yeah. some. You know, tacos some barbacoa um, sounds good right now. Barbacoa. Okay. You know? Okay. I can do some. Or una torta de tamal in the morning. In the morning. Oh, of course. That's how. That's the only way to start off a morning. It's Sunday morning on the classical day. Torta de tamal. It is. It's on the on the third, right? So that is, that is definitely on a Sunday. That's interesting. But alas, uh, these two will be facing off against each other next week. Also, uh, when America comes and plays against Pumas at uh, Dignity Health Sports Park here in uh, Carson, California. So these guys will be facing off against each other yet again. That should be an interesting one. We'll talk more about that next week, gentlemen. But uh, before we wrap it all up, I want to get you guys' prediction for the Clásico Capitolino against Pumas. So, AJ, what is your scoreline for the game at the Estadio Azteca at 3 p.m.? Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. What is your prediction? Going to one America. Two one America. All right. I like it. I actually I don't because that means we can see it. I don't like it. Uh Christian, your prediction. Nah, man. This is the game. This is the game. This is the game, oh, baby. God, no. <laughs> Three nothing Google America on Sunday night. Three nothing Google America Sunday night. I don't see it. I don't buy it, but I like the enthusiasm. I'm going with a 2-0. I think America can pull it off. I think we can get another clean sheet. I think we can get two goals. And like AJ said, two zeros and a new three zero. So we'll 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 be all happy and content going into the international break. Right? I hope a so. Victory. Yes. A Please. victory is needed. Look, that like Christian mentioned, victory is everything we need right now at this point. A one against Pachuca and one against um Pumas. And we can worry about the international break. Or not worry about the international break and, you know, focus on San Luis whenever that time comes. But, all right, gentlemen, I think that pretty much does it. Unless you guys have anything else to add on before we wrap it all up. AJ? Um, well, then we got everything. Hashtag free Chucho Lopez, nothing? Free my boy Chucho Lopez, please. If Bandetti can get free, that's my boy Chucho Lopez, so. Well, then who's going to carry the maletas? Benedetti, 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 Benedetti could. <laughs> Maro Suda, yeah. When guy man's probably, dude. When the commentator said that Aquino wasn't going to be able to go on, no, I was like, like no. Like, was, 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 Suna, it's like I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> dude, I was like, turn off the TV. I was like, bro, I don't want to see this. I thought they were say like Madrigal or something, bro, but they said Osuna. 
Yeah, dude. When they said Osuna, I was like, nah. Like, nah. I was ready to call it a night at that point. I was like, hell Should have no. pulled my boy Chucho Lopez in. He could play center defensive mid. It's a Swiss Army knife. Okay, talking about. Worse. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, that pretty much does it. Thank you guys for coming out. As always, Christian, AJ, making the time to come and talk all things Aguilas de la America. We're going up against Monday Night Football, but you know what? I think people still love tuning in. Um, to all the listeners, again, thank you so much. Uh, we'll be back next week to recap everything that happened in the Doble Jornada against Pachuca, talking about the Clásico Capitolino against Pumas, and also we'll be looking ahead to the Clásico Capitolino again in Carson, California, and we'll have updates in regards to that game, and then we'll call it a day as international football is here to grace us once more. But all right, gentlemen, thank you guys. Have a wonderful time. Stay safe out there. Please wear your mask. And as always, Arriba la América. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.